Welcome to the Timber and Technology Podcast. And that means there's going to be, to make, make up the, the deficit, like in the U.S., you have to import more sawnwood, more lumber. And uh, I think that's going to be a benefit to the uh, lumber exporters, which will finally possibly drive up the price because uh, there's a supply and demand imbalance. And the only way to get more supply is to increase the price. So Chinese buy uh, always from the market where there is the most rational relationship in between uh, quality and price. And in case they do not get volume, yes, then they will, uh, of course, uh, have to uh, adopt, just like uh, a lot of the MENA markets. You know, in terms of uh, low, low-priced wood, I think at some point uh, these these uh, export markets like Middle East, North Africa, China, uh, there's not going to be a lot of low-priced wood around anymore. If 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 the demand for you know structural wood in, in high-priced markets or the value-added companies still need raw materials, there's going to be a, a a long-term sort of erosion, I think, of supply going to those markets, which tells me that. They're going to have to start paying a lot more money because at some point it's going to run out. And uh, actually the European DIY uh, will have to pay an extra because they will be put against uh, in negotiations the alternative of uh, some of the big uh, giants in the US wanting to have the Swedish mill to uh, provide the same volume. Uh, in such a structured uh, 